died and he left me. I'm on the rise. Get my who's lit, who's on the list, but who's checking it? Welcome back to Radio Row. Welcome back to the program. We're so very fortunate here at Radio Row to sit down with some fun guests, and those guests sometimes have a lot of personality or personalities. Joining us, Frank Kelly. No, Frank, welcome, brother. How are you? Oh, oh. Hey! Yeah, I coming in hot. I, I like that, that energy. I was trying to think of something different. <laughs> uh, well, it, I got nothing after that. It was just I would like to think of, my, think of myself as a hero. All right, Amory, let's go to commercial. Yeah, good sit down. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, welcome to the ego. <laughs> uh, the NFL has been a big part of your professional success, right? Obviously, yeah. in entertainment for a long time before the NFL, but kind of the balloon that came from that. Uh, kind of walk us through your professional journey and how you've been able to use the the mega ship that is the NFL to, to make the world know how funny you are. Yeah, I'm the original Taylor Swift. Yep. Uh, no, I, I think <laughs> it's more I, – so I started coming on. I was doing this, the Madden impression yeah, uh, and doing that everywhere. And Jimmy Kimmel would bring me on the NFL on Fox. So right. he was making the picks. So he brought me on. I did a few segments with him. They worked really well. Madden for President was one. Uh, uh, another one was grilling at uh, Jimmy Kimmel's house and some other stuff like that. So uh, after Jimmy left to do his talk show, the people who auditioned for the, the, the Fox thing next were me, uh, Billy Gardell, and um, Craig Robinson did a count point, counterpoint kind of thing. And so Frank Jeff says Dunham. it was me and a couple guys you have to Google. Sure, That's sure, what sure. Frank just yeah. said. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jeff Dunham was the other one they were going to do yeah. with the puppets. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so it uh, it ended up being like a, a, a cool thing. I did that for 10 years and then uh, nine years, I think, and then uh, ended up over doing some stuff at ESPN in the meantime, and now I just kind of hide. So nine years, <laughs> Van. Uh, Frank, which which era of Swift is that? If it's <laughs> Uh, it's 1989. Okay, no. got it. Yeah, okay. Uh, Evolution. Is there one that's <laughs> Evolution or Esquire? I don't know. My daughter could tell you in about five seconds. So uh, all the voices, all the characters, all the personalities, do you have like a running total? Has someone made a compilation no, website? I mean, I'm is sure there... people have. I just, I don't, I never, people used to do it when I do it at Mad TV. People would put it on a list and like, you did Rosie O'Donnell. No, I put a wig on. What was your, your first segue? Like, what was the first impression? What was the first character? Leno that... was probably in where I looked in the mirror like, hey, I'll drink the nacho cheese, fly the Dorito, it's crunch, we'll make more of it, which is the same with Mike Tyson. Which Very close. <laughs> uh, so there's, uh, there's that. The Madden thing was one of the things that took off. Robin Williams was a big one when I was younger. Oh, my goodness, why did the serious one? You know? <laughs> yeah. So it was that type of thing. Um, Always depends if you know, people went crazy for when I read the LeBron letter, the Morgan Freeman read, yeah, mm. that the Barkley. Uh, it just depends on what people like, what they're gonna get into, and in this world, things can just go around and get you know, you know uh, sent from person to person, go viral out of nowhere. You right. never know. People, people like people ask me about comedians all the time, like how did Matt Reif do it? I'm like he just found the thing that worked. He put it out there, and the right audience did it, and they sent it to each other. Well, you you grew up in Chicago proper, right? I grew up in Milwaukee. I was born in Chicago. Oh, okay. grew up in Milwaukee. Okay, and, uh, the Metro, right? Because well, what is that, hour and a half? And you don't know our show, but if it's an hour and a half, it's the same city. No, fam. it is not. An hour tops. <laughs> uh, it's a, another conversation for Anyways, another time. Frank. I'm so angry. But what, you guys are where? Albuquerque. Albuquerque, Albuquerque. Yeah. 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 So which is Santa Fe. Which is you only you, Albuquerque. I got to do my better calls. Out. Did you know that you have rights? The Constitution says you do, and so do I. Hi. I'm Saul Goodman. Van, Crush. Is that, Van, is that a good Crush, one? Okay, because yeah. I've never. Yeah. Oh, you've never seen it? No, yeah. so no what, he's never seen it. So I transplanted Albuquerque. Yo, Mr. White. Yo, Mr. White, what's up? 
We have a caller who does that yeah. <laughs> on purpose, or, on yeah. purpose, or they're just uh, on their way out. Do you, did you find? Because I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri, right? I feel a very Midwest comedy style in my life. Did you feel like that kind of pushed you towards the impressions, pushed you towards the style you use, as opposed if you had grown up maybe on uh, the yeah, East I'm Coast? I'm kind of a Midwest norm, uh, quote unquote normal. Yeah, uh, yeah. I grew up in a normal uh, household, the average income maybe below slightly. Sure. I watched a lot of TV as a kid. Um, didn't do much. So and play. I grew up playing sports. My dad was a former minor league baseball player, so I was always around sports stuff. Okay, so I think all that kind nice. of stuff. I was a catcher, so when I caught, I would talk to the hitters, love it, and the, the umpires, a little and stuff chirping, like that. Man. Yeah. A little chirping, yeah, definitely. The well, and so growing watching a lot of TV. This is one Van and I talk about all the time. We really struggle with comedians that only tell jokes they see on TV. Like if someone is coming up to us and retelling a story from a TV show, we go go get a life. Go do something <laughs> else. Yeah, right. sure. Is that yeah. why you take those relatable impressions and characters and create new jokes with them? I think so, but I I always did more of the actor themselves, like the person, and not so much the role they played all the time, which is what more people do now is they take the characters that are you're already seeing. And I guess I do some of that myself for the social media stuff sure. when I'm completely selling out. Um, but, but I think uh, – what was the original question? Because I got lost. <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, is, do, you like, do you appreciate using known characters in original jokes? Yeah. I mean, it's just easy for me. Yeah. It's been overly easy. I get lazy. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a big part of what it's been. You know, I knew, I knew stuff would work. I would rather do stuff that's more original and interesting, but it takes a lot of effort to get people to listen to it. And, yeah. And it takes more time. So that's what I do on stage more. Like, I was on a show uh, in Dallas this morning, and I did a – like a, a couple minutes of just a Dallas character, you know, just a, 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 a you know, a, a big Texan, a Texan type yeah. of character. But it was actually just George W. Bush. I brought it down. You know, <laughs> I just brought it down here and there it was, you know, so it was just almost doing the same kind of thing. And I, I, I don't know. I think I was drinking from the chocolate river. I don't know. It was just Willy Wonka, <laughs> but, it's, <laughs> but it was like those kinds of things. And that's the other thing is, you know, it's funny because all these things that used to be us, I'm an eighties kid, probably it was born 1974. So, uh, watching TV in the 80s, movies in the 80s, it's all coming back now. They're redoing it all. Sure. So it used to be you had to watch Nick at Night to watch these old reruns right. and things. That was 30 years ago. Well, now they just remake it. And if you're talking about – I heard Bobby Lee on a podcast say something about they were talking about Karate Kid and somebody didn't know who, um, who Mr. Miyagi was. And they said Jackie Chan. He thought it was the worst thing in the world. He goes, oh, wait a second. There was a remake. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Pat Morita. It was yeah. Jackie Chan. To you. It's just, they remade the movie. It's and that's oh go ahead, Vin. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say that's a neat one too because we we were recently talking about WWE joining Netflix, right? So we were saying how they're gonna use their imprint into current pop culture, but bring back all those things like Karate Kids on Netflix. We're gonna get a crossover into WWE <laughs> before anyone knows it, and you're gonna have that brand new audience again. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a great. Uh, they're gonna uh, they probably will do some stunt uh, casting. It's a whole group of uh, skeleton-dressed bikers coming out to fight. Speaking of Netflix, do you think we've hit our saturation point? you think we've hit our high-water mark on entertainment? Like, we went away from cable for years and years and years, and now every single outlet has their own channel. There's too much media for the world to... Well, it's just segmented. It's just in little pieces, and you have to pay for it a la carte, right? You have to yeah. pay for your own thing, which when I was going to school for broadcast journalism, our... One of the TAs told us that was going to happen. I'm like, you idiot. That's not sure. Mm-hmm. No way. Also, also told me we'd be on phones all the time. I'm mm. like, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, so I think, I think 
it's about advertisers a lot of the time, isn't it? It's the more you can pinpoint uh, what who's watching. You don't have to have a big audience. You just have to have an audience that's pinpointed to who wants to sell to them. And I think that's just the way. I think that's the way it works. So, do I think we've hit? No, I think it's going to probably get even more and more. And there's a saturation with podcasts and. Listen, if you'd have told me that two former football players, although high, you know, high level, high big name broadcasters, would be doing a uh, alternative cast mm-hmm. of right. Monday Night Football from their living rooms, I would have said no TV stage, no TV network would ever do right. that. Sure. And then they go, "How much does it cost? We'll try it." Yeah. Well, oh, if you told me his punter had the biggest show in the world, that'd be even crazier. Yeah, you know the guys, <laughs> the guys who I think really missed their opportunity by ten years, and it's just because when they were born was the Scalar brothers. If you <laughs> put the, if the Scalar brothers existed today in their prime, the way that they did twenty years ago, they would they would be at the absolute top of the thing because I think that's the kind of sought media that's out there now. And I think yeah, you're they're right, fantastic. Yeah, they're they're unreal talented. And then it's it's all about underwriting though. I mean, that's our show right now. We're here with Teller Vodka, right? You want a drink? We have drinks. We have salsa. Yeah. We have a, and it's because these partners of our program allow us to bring this into existence. We're so fortunate. Uh, I got one big question though. By the way, genius move of yeah. getting a plug in. While I mean that I mean for the audience mm. I'm only breaking that down because that was done so well. It's like that was fantastic, tremendous. Not my first one. No. My, uh, so Van does about a million impressions. He's incredibly talented, but I got a problem, Frank, and I need your advice on it. I think all of Van's impressions are other people's impressions of celebrities. Van's George Bush is not George Bush. Van's George Bush is Dana Carvey is George Bush. No, it's actually Frank Caliendo's George Bush. <laughs> give, yeah. give, Van, down. give Van <laughs> some advice on how to do an actual impression and not an impression of a well, guy well, doing an impression. A lot of guys do that in radio is they do impressions of other people's impressions because nobody cares in radio as long as it's good. <laughs> that's that's really do, sweet. Yeah. Hey, Amory, cut that. <laughs> If you were doing it in stand-up, people would be like, crush you. So let me hear some of the – yeah, do some now. Liberty. <laughs> you give me one word? No, that's it. No, that's it. That's the whole thing. You think you, Fred put me up to this. I did. You think I'm going to sit here and in do impressions Frank. with Frank Caliendo? Oh, you got, just got to go for it. You got to have the uh, – you know, the uh, what, what were we talking about? See, voices, voices is Fred one is thing. so happy right now. You immediately morph into the human being. Well, Your thing, face you can, is different. Yeah. Sell it if you're gonna. The yeah. eye, the, the mouth tells you how they talk. The eyes tell you how they think. So if I'm gonna do a uh, a Jeff Goldblum, ooh, hello, yes, 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 I'm gonna look like a what? <laughs> a uh, a uh, painting in a haunted house, <laughs> 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 following you all around. So it's a pizza slice. I did it on. Uh, uh, real sports years ago, like if you the line across the eyebrows, point at the chin. So if you're doing the face, the George Bush, the eyebrows go up, and uh, the mouth goes like that right there. Wild. And yeah. If you're, like if you're going to do a Donald Trump, you got to look like you're looking into an aquarium and mimicking the fish. Right there. <laughs> the do- see, your Donald Trump's very good. Your Donald Trump is top tier. Oh, thank you. Very but in much. front of Frank Calino, you're garbage. Oh, there's no <laughs> way. Let's hear some yeah. Donald. Let's hear the Donald. Let's hear the version you're doing. Look, people, it's Frank. It's Francis. I call him Frankie Boy, Caliendo. He's part Italian. Who knows? He might be. Oh, he's a nice guy. It's quite good. I didn't expect it to be as good as it is. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what I'm doing now. I'm still saying things that some people can think are very mean, but I'm saying they're quieter. <laughs> like, my thing with him is that he looks like he's looking at an aquarium and mimicking the fish, and Biden is like he's always, uh, he's the only person I've ever seen who listens with his eyes. So it's like, Mr. President, folks, what are we doing here? Get out of the thing. 
That's the young man back in Scranton, Pennsylvania, 34, 586 AD. It's the fall of the Roman Empire. Come on. <laughs> the Romans. The leaders oh, of the Romans. The, come the on. It's my chef's kiss. Frank, where are you currently at? Where can you be found? Where are you putting your favorite stuff? Uh, Frankonstage.com. Uh, Frank at Frank Caliendo. If you can't spell Frank Cal, if you can't spell Frank, you're in a lot of trouble. If you can't spell Caliendo, it's the letter C, the word alien, and the word do. At Frank C. Alien do. And who played I nine? So you practiced before the games, and then you played the games. That's right absolutely afterwards. correct, and that's why we have here, Frank. Uh, yeah. We are partnered with I nine Sports, and oh, what good. we've done is we bought our own replica Lombardi Trophy, and we asked everyone to sit down with us. Signs our trophy, and I nine will then auction that my bad kids boy off. I nine. Oh, and yeah, let's just keep talking yeah, at the same time. It's, I mean, it's, just, it's the best, right? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's great, especially for the people with uh, you know time constraints. You play an hour. You go practice an hour before. Yep. Then you play the game. It's a lot about it's it's competitive, but not crazy competitive. So it's competition. You keep score, especially in the twelve and fourteen. I've been playing flag football. I know. Um, but in terms of uh, that was the league that my, my kids really loved. You know? Oh, love that. Yeah, they're, they're a proud supporter of us. But the thing that we support about them, it's, it's, it's about sports, it's about competition, but it's about fellowship. Yeah, well, you know? the friendship, it's, it, that's the big thing. There was a, bit, a friend of mine who's, who used to run the I-9 in the Phoenix area that I'm in, his son is 7'1 now. So he's you'll see him be playing some basketball in some places. Uh, does he need an agent? He <laughs> used to play flag football. We're only allowed to throw it to him every once in a while. <laughs> Just uh-huh. go stand in the corner in the end zone. But his, but his birth certificate was the most used piece of paper in the world because he was 6'6 six, six at 13. And he could play. He could run. Wowza. I hope he doesn't end up playing. I don't know if you saw how tall I am. But, like, you lose it all. All that athleticism <laughs> goes. Uh, we're getting the wrap-up from A. Marie. Frank Callino, thank you so much, brother. Like I said, we're going to have you sign our trophy. We'll take a fun picture. And then you're on Radio Row for the rest of the week. Is that oh, right? Oh, I'm leaving. I'm okay. Le- I'm ah, later. I got to do uh, Michael Lombardi show, and then I'm out of here. So. Love that. Yeah. All right. Thanks what, for the time, friend. Yeah. Whenever we get back, more from Radio Row. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.